Welcome to the Professor English Podcast, where we don't just talk about English, we practice English, real spoken English. So if you want to improve your listening comprehension, your accuracy, and English fluency while learning tips and new vocabulary, you found the right podcast. My name is Ryan, and I'm your host. Today we're going to practice using phrasal verbs ending with around. Many times, not always, when a phrasal verb ends with the word around, it means with without direction, without reason, without purpose. Now today, we have a double whammy phrasal verb because you can frequently change the word around for about. The phrasal verb will have the same meaning. So, we are getting two for the price of one. We are getting a double whammy. Let's practice using phrasal verbs with around. And just a reminder, if you prefer a little visual help, you can find the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel, Professor English ESL Class. Now, I will say a sentence in regular spoken English, so listen closely and try to repeat what I say. I will repeat the sentence several times, a little slower each time, so don't worry if you don't understand at first. Here's the sentence. Mary looked in the department store. Mary looked. Mary looked in the. Mary looked in the. Mary looked in the department store. Department store. Mary looked in the department store. Because we are only using look, it sounds like Mary may be searching for something specific. She had a purpose for going to the department store. How can we make it sound like she was bored? She had nothing to do. So to waste time, to kill time, she went to the department store. She really wasn't planning to buy anything. We can use the phrasal verb, look around. Mary looked around the department store. Can you repeat that? Mary looked around the department store. Now try it fast. Mary looked around the department store. How would you make a basic yes-no question with that sentence? How would you ask a question where the answer is yes or no? Did Mary look around the department store? Did Mary look around the department store? Did Mary look around the department store? How would you answer no to that question? Make a complete negative sentence. No, Mary didn't look around the department store. No, Mary didn't look around the department store. No, Mary didn't. No, Mary didn't look around the department store. All right, great job. Let's try 
Now let's change locations. Let's say the museum. Mary looked around the museum. Mary looked around, looked around, looked around. Mary looked around the museum. Super duper job. Now let's put the two sentences together. Mary didn't look around the department store. She looked around the museum. Mary didn't look around the department store. She looked around the museum. Mary didn't look around the department store. She looked around the museum. Okay. Now let's make a why question. Why look around the museum? Why did Mary look around the museum? Why did Mary look around the museum? Okay, let's answer. Because she had some time to kill. <laughs> time to kill, that's an expression, meaning you have to waste some time. Because she had some time to kill. Mary looked around the museum because she had some time to kill. Mary looked around the museum because she had some time to kill. Mary looked around the museum because she had some time to kill. Okay, fantastic job. All right, uh, let's see. Now, just to review again, time to kill is an expression and it means she had extra time. Maybe she was early for an appointment and didn't know what to do with that extra time. So she decided to visit the museum. Okay, now here is the double whammy. Okay, we said looked around, but we could also use about. And it means the same thing. So you can often use the word about and it will mean exactly the same thing as around. Let's repeat our, our last sentence, which is Mary looked around the museum because she had some time to kill. Mary looked around the museum because she had some time to kill. Now let's change the word around with the word about. Mary looked about the museum because she had some time to kill. You're doing a bang up job. Let's try another example. Remember, I will start the sentence in regular spoken English. If you don't understand the first time, just wait. I will repeat it more slowly several times. John drove in the city. John drove in the city. John drove in the city. John drove in. John drove in. John drove in the city. John drove in the city. Now, because we're only using the word drive, we are communicating very basic information. It's just a fact. He probably had a reason. How can we change the sentence, John drove in the city, to mean he did it for no special reason? He had no goal, no objective, no destination. Maybe he was just bored. We can use around.
John drove around the city. John drove around the city. John drove around the city. All right, great job. Now, let's make a basic yes-no question. A question where the answer is either yes or no. Did John, did John drive around the city? Did John drive around the city? Super job. How would you answer no to that question using a full negative sentence? No, John didn't drive around the city. No, John didn't drive around the city. No, John didn't drive around the city. All right, super duper job. Now let's change the location. Let's say around the countryside. John drove around the countryside. John drove around the countryside. John drove around the countryside. Now let's say the negative sentence and our new answer together. John didn't drive around the city. John drove around the countryside. John didn't drive around the city. John drove around the countryside. John didn't drive around the city. John drove around the countryside. All right, fantastic job. Now, let's make a why drive around the countryside question. Why did John drive around the countryside? Why did John? Why did John? Why did John drive? That's hard to say. Why did John drive around the countryside? All right, amazing job. Let's give a reason. Let's say the reason is he was lost. He was lost. John drove around the countryside because he was lost. John drove around the countryside because he was lost. Because he, because he, because he, because he was lost. Because he was lost. John drove around the countryside because he was lost. Look how we used it here. He can't go to his destination because he's lost. So he continues driving without knowing where he is going. He's driving to different places, but none of those places are his goal. He's driving around the countryside because he's lost. Now let's do our double whammy. Let's say about in place of around. First, we'll replace the original sentence. John drove around the countryside because he was lost. And now use about. John drove about the countryside because he was lost. John drove about the countryside because he was lost. John drove around the John drove about the countryside because he was lost. John drove about the countryside because he was lost. Okay, are you ready for one more? But before we do another problem, don't forget to subscribe. You don't want to miss more helpful exercises like this, do you? 
And if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to like this video if you found it helpful. It is a great way to show your support and lets me know that you would like to see more English practice just like this. All right, let's do one more. Mike was fooling his friends. Mike was fooling his friends. Mike was fooling his friends. You might know the word fool as a noun. If you don't, fool as a noun means a stupid person or a ridiculous person. Someone who isn't very smart or someone who does stupid things. Fool as an action means tricking someone or deceiving someone or possibly even lying. Because it is a one-word verb, it is very specific and limited to one situation, one trick, one lie. Maybe he was telling his friends one story which was a lie, just for fun, and his friends were believing the story. Or maybe he was showing them a magic trick. Let's add the word around and see how the meaning of the sentence changes. Here's the sentence again. Mike was fooling his friends. Now, let's add the word around. We will also have to use the preposition with. Mike was fooling around with his friends. Mike was fooling around. Mike was fooling around with his friends. Mike was fooling around with his friends. Mike was fooling around with his friends. Remember, the way we are using around makes the goal of the verb very unfocused. There is no reason. He is not doing a trick. He is not telling a story. It just means having fun, laughing, acting stupid in a fun way. Let's repeat it. Mike was fooling around with his friends. Mike was fooling around with his friends. How would you ask a yes-no question with that sentence? A question where the answer is either yes or no. Was Mike fooling around with his friends? Was Mike fooling around with his friends? Great job! Let's answer no to that question with a full negative sentence. No, Mike wasn't fooling around with his friends. No, Mike wasn't fooling around with his friends. No, Mike wasn't fooling around with his friends. Fantastic. Let's change friends to classmates. He was fooling around with his classmates. He was fooling around with his classmates. Great job. Now, let's say the two sentences together. Mike wasn't fooling around with his friends. He was fooling around with his classmates. Mike wasn't fooling around with his friends. He was fooling around with his classmates. Mike wasn't fooling around with his friends. He was fooling around with his classmates. All right, piece of cake. Now. Let's make a why question with fool around with classmates.
Why was he fooling around with his classmates? Why was he... Why was he... Why was he... Why was he... Why was he fooling around with his classmates? With his... With his... With his... Why was he fooling around with his... Why was he fooling around with his classmates? Alright, let's give a reason. The teacher left the room. He was fooling around with his classmates because the teacher left the room. Okay, now let's do our double whammy. Let's use about. He was fooling about with his classmates because the teacher left the room. He was fooling about with his classmates because the teacher left the room. Alright, you did a great job today. And it's been so much fun practicing our double whammy with you today. And I hope to see you back here real soon. So don't forget to subscribe. You don't want to miss the next double whammy. Do you? Well, until next time, goodbye.